Yo, yo, yo. What's good? What's good? This is Brooklyn Boys Radio. Back again with another episode. <laughs> but we're not in Brooklyn and we're not on our set that we normally on. We somewhere special. I, I, I guess this place is special. I guess coming to you from the island of Martha's Vineyard. You see, we got our black dog shirts on. I don't know what that means, but we got them on, though. I don't know. Black dog. Why is the dog black? Why is he black? I don't know. We got Kim in the house, everybody. Yeah, this is Kim's Kim's sister house right here. We might take y'all for... I'm not, I'm not taking y'all niggas for a tour. But, yeah, this is, this is her sister house. And Kim... I don't know how Kim got me out here, but she got me out here, and I made... This nigga come, and Swab come with me out here. So, we want to do the show for Marcus. It's my first time here. It's nice. And Kim wanted us to shout out uh, Matt Flynn, her irrigation guy. What up, Matt? If y'all don't know what irrigation is, it's the guy that uh, put the sprinklers in. So, if you ever need a guy in Marcus Villiers to put your sprinkler system in, um, what's his company name? CLMV. 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 Check out Matt Flynn. All you ladies that got dry bushes out here, just call them and here water your bush for you anytime you need it. You know what I'm saying? They make your bush more green. I don't think you want it. Do you want their bush green? But Matt Flynn will water your bush for you and make it and irrigate it too. Some of y'all need irrigation too. It's got to freshen up the place. But um, yeah, Matt Flynn got you. <laughs> Matt Flynn, everybody. So what's going on, Mo? Ain't nothing, man. Um chilling i'm chilling too you know one of the reasons why i decided to say this come to martha's vineyard in the first place was because new york city air was terrible <laughs> and i figured we could get some fresh air if we move further away away from it you know i know everybody was dealing with that uh i'm still coughing and i don't know why but uh yeah if you hear me cough a couple of times that's what that's why i'm here to get some fresh air yeah that that, that, that just didn't make sense to me i was um looking some stuff up on the internet and I saw that they said that New York had the worst air quality in the world at that time. And I really just don't understand if the forest fires were in Quebec and the reason the air quality was bad in New York was because of some of that smoke blew over here. How could the air in New York be worse than Quebec, which is at the epicenter of the entire catastrophe well they were saying that the air was moving i don't i, I really I, i'm not a weatherman so i can't tell you they said the air was moving towards us i guess it was moving from their area and it was moving across the map towards new york city i, I just don't understand because i was outside right i had I, matter of fact i was taking somebody else to the airport my mother was up here that that day so i'm, I'm going to the airport it's about 11 o'clock it's sunny as whatever outside I make a stop after I come from the airport and all I know, all of a sudden, the whole place, the whole place turned like a yellow, orangey type mm -hmm. of color. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? I'm sitting in somewhere. I'm like, why outside look like that? Because it wasn't like a gloomy day. It was like somebody dropped a bomb or something. I was like, what's going on? And, and then you I, started smelling barbecue. Yeah. And then I start seeing people outside putting their cameras in the air. So I walk outside and you just smell smoke everywhere. Now, mind you, I smelled a little smoke that night, but the problem was the morning that I woke up, it was no smoke and it's sunny outside. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what happened. I feel like some, they said it was a smoke, but it just didn't make no sense because it came from nowhere the day after it, with it being sunny outside and it, the fire was the day before. I don't trust them people. That's all I can say. I don't trust them people. Everything's fishy to me and 
we won't find out what really took place until 30, 40 years from now. That's the way it works. Yeah, I, I guess so. But talking about uh, things seen fishy, I just seen uh, 12,000 fish washed up in Texas dead on the um on the coast on the coast uh, on some beach in Texas the other day and I'm I'm sitting here like yo not just the fish is bugging me out and then I seen on the news you know I, I see these things on Instagram all the time but then I seen on the news uh some people reporting alien sites and UFO sighting it was actually like uh -huh. on the real news and they had footage and everything right and even the newscaster was kind of co-signing I'm like, yo, what are we, what they trying to do to us? What's, what they preparing us for? What's about to happen, man? Because I really don't know what's about to happen. Should I be scared? I mean, the thing, the thing with the dead fish, like that's been happening sporadically over the last couple of years. I remember, uh, I forgot what state that was in where they said like a thousand birds just literally fell out the sky and died. Maybe it's from that air. Um, the fish, the thing with the fish has happened multiple times in the last couple of years. And uh, the thing with the aliens, once again, I think they're definitely trying to prepare us and line us up for something that is to come. You know, they tell you that a lot of times um, what you see in these science fiction movies is prophecy for what the government already knows. And uh, I really believe that we are in store for the greatest show on Earth really soon. Let me ask you a question. You, you think the aliens want to come eat us? I think aliens are too intelligent to want to... Palmas, I, I I can't I can't fathom nothing like that. Like, what would aliens want here? What they would want is to kick our asses. Why? <laughs> I have no idea. They're too advanced of a species, man. I don't think that would ever happen, though. I mean, listen. Let me tell you something. Think about it this way, right? We're humans, and we're more advanced than bugs and insects, spiders and ants and roaches but guess what we do we walk around and we stomp on them all the goddamn time for absolutely no reason yeah but it, it that's true but we also <laughs> we, also, we <laughs> also savages right i, I think you okay, said we also savages and who's people, to say they're not nah i think they they evolved <laughs> past that when you got that type of energy and you got that type of advanced technology you got to be evolved enough because put it like this if we were aliens right and we had the, the, the ability to travel space and the, at the speed of light. The first thing we would have did, if we were aliens like that, we'd have blew up ourselves with all that power. We'd have set bombs everywhere. That's what we first would have did. So the fact that they ain't blow up each other and they explorers of the universe. You don't know their history, bro. Yo, I'm the same. I'm just common but sense you, would tell you. You don't know their history. You don't. That sounds like common sense to me. They would have blew up themselves, right? How, but you don't know their history. You don't know how many other civilizations that they might have blown up. At the end, being that they're so advanced, they look at us the same way we look. We look at a bug. Look, it's a bug. Squash it. <laughs> nah, I doubt that. <laughs> I did. Right. I oh, like, what was you doing <laughs> yes, all yesterday? What was you doing? Yo, were you letting them exist? We had the no doors open and the flies came in here yesterday. I had, yeah, I had to get at them, man. Listen, but flies is annoying. They, they spin and, around me. And, and I need you to understand this. I don't right? think aliens have no problem. Hold on, and I need you to understand this, right? If they, if they are so much more evolved than we are and they're so much more advanced, right? Then that means that they can pretty much foresee the future. As man advances more and more, right? The advancement that we're on right now is we're trying to leave Earth and go to Mars, right? Um, 
Okay, who says after we go to Mars, where's that going? To another planet, maybe to another galaxy. They understand that our nature is destructive and our nature is to conquer everything that we put. We're a very invasive species. So maybe they want to nip it in the bud before it gets to that point. Nah, I feel like they would come and teach us better and, and you know, and hope, hope, hopefully why, help evolve us. Why would they Why would they teach us and help us when all we do is backstab anyone that teaches us? Yeah, but I think if aliens came here, you know, I don't know why we talk about aliens, but if aliens did come here, I think the whole world would change. The whole world would stop. I think you have a free day. I think I told you that. everybody builds and stop being paid. I said I would like the aliens <laughs> to come because then I'd, I'd finally get a break. <laughs> everything everything is stopped. So pick until the aliens and... If you're gonna give us a couple of months of um, no rent, no no mortgage, no car, no yo, I welcome you to come on in. You know what I'm saying? But I want to get to some other stuff. And y'all gotta excuse me because I got my notes here today because I don't know. I just had the notes here today for y'all. You know what I mean? And this is different too. Brooklyn Boys Radio. My voice still sound a little groggy. We up early in the morning. I don't never get up this early in the morning. But more, for me, more than anything, the, the difference, I just feel it's a different energy in the room. It's a different energy. I don't know. It, it, I'm just I'm just a little more at ease. It's, it's a different energy. Because you're not a Brooklyn nigga. Literally. It's, it's peaceful as hell. They, they, they telling us we can leave the doors open here at night. The windows open. Everybody try, we try to close the, door, close the doors at night. The dude came in here. And they, this is a brand new house, by the way. Brand new house on the island, right? So they told us, yo, now y'all, some people was here putting up TVs and stuff like that. They was like, yo, y'all can leave all the doors open. Y'all can't see the, the doors and shit. It's not I said that. <laughs> we like, yeah. My man, it's Suave over here. If y'all can see the big, he, even wanna go in the he didn't even want to go in the basement in this house. And he didn't want to look out. The, it's a big, uh, what's we call this house? patio door over here. He didn't want to look out the door at night because he felt like bears and motherfucking dares was going to come in. I wasn't scared of no bears and no dares though. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel that. What's gonna be? What it's gonna be? But the air is fresh out here, and yes, there are black people here. I, I, I didn't know. I was trying more to find than, more than I expected. More than I expected. And I was trying. They say all the rich black people out here. We was on the town yesterday. I was trying to find me a rich black honey that I could just you know come here <laughs> and stay in Martha Vineyard with. You know what I'm saying? Styles is always on the hunt. I was on the hunt last night, but and I, you're a rich. Woman from Martha's Vineyard, you can hit styles at, at C Styles 911. Oh man, please hit me up. I'm gonna be out here all summer. We, you know what I mean? And anybody want to come hang out with us? All the good guys, though. Good, you know, I ain't bringing the ratchet people to come mess up the house. Come hang out with us in Martha's Vineyard this summer. We'll tell you how you can even book this house right here. It's a lovely house. I think it's four or three, three or four bedroom house here, uh-huh. upstairs, downstairs. Um, everything is modern TVs, fireplace. Y'all want to come out here? We we'll hook y'all up. We put something on the screen for y'all. But let's get into these topics, Mo. Um, I don't even know where I want to start at, bro. Cause it's so much, so much juice, crazy things happening out here. Let's let's just go. Well, shout out to Tupac Shakur first of all. Pac, what up? Pac just got his first um Hollywood, Hollywood Star, Star Walk of Fame. Did Big get his yet? Did I don't think Big got his. Look it up, Swan. But you know what's you know what's but, weird to me. Is that and sorry, I asked you that. I just Pac and Big always synonymous to me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you I, think? Yeah, what do you think Big? So that's for me anyway. So what, that's why what, I said that. What's just kind of weird to me is that um, Pac got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. His sister was there. Uh, I think who else was there? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Mo Preen, Shakur was there. But for all of 
the other artists, whether it be Dre, whether it be Game, whether it be Snoop. Did he come? No. Which, who, 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 you know, capitalized off of their relationship with Pac and, you know, over the, over the last couple of years, always doing interviews, this, Pac, this, Pac, that, Pac, this, Pac, mm-hmm. that, like, none of them were there. I mean, do I know the reason why? I have no idea. I just, I just found it peculiar that none of them were there. Yeah, that sounds kind of strange. I, I just read the article. I didn't see. So Big don't got his. So hopefully Big is up next, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to Pac anyway. And I don't know about the other stuff. I don't know why it happened. It was curious to me. Somebody else I want to shout out real quick. Tyler Perry, congratulations on the BET and the VH1 venture. We finally got a black man that owns a network. Um, I don't know if he he owns it or if he'll be running it. That that was the question. The article I read said he he, he owns it. So, yeah. So he's be, uh, he on, he came, they came up with a deal. They closed a deal for him to, uh, Acquire uh, BET and VH1. I didn't know VH1 was even in the deal, but I'm happy that <laughs> I'm happy that Tyler's gonna acquire VH1 because I think that he's going to. There's no more. There's no more love hip hop. No more that ratchet ass <laughs> television, man. Because I know he's not really for that. I mean, don't get me wrong. There might be a lot of guys in dresses on VH1 now, but um, won't be no more ratchet TV. Well, listen, man, I think I think if Tyler's going to be successful, I think it should be a healthy balance of a little bit of everything, right? To me, because I like, even though I like Tyler Perry, but some of his content is like, to yeah, me, it's redundant. Really yeah, and it's, re- and it's redundant, too. It's the same kind of stories. Tyler, you need content? Holla at your boy. Man. Yeah, I think it should be uh, multifaceted to um, to uh, satisfy Not the multi, watchers. Multi. Multi. Multifaceted. <laughs> <laughs> to satisfy all the customers out there and all the uh, the viewer the viewer base that he's going to be getting the young the old the intermediate you know what I mean so I think it should be a collective group of things that's happening um and I I would say cancel love and hip hop maybe reshape it how it's no, I, you know what I'm saying, saying I'm not saying I'm not saying either he would I don't know but I'm not, I'm not saying cancel it I'm just saying that you know I'm so tired of the majority of. Uh, our content, man, it just being just so, I'm not going to say negative, but just, it just, it just paints us in this negative light, you know, um, the narrative that's, that's pushed as far as who we are, like everything's a fight, everything, it's just always about conflict. No, definitely. You know, even though I think there's a space for that, I don't think that should be the only thing. I think also, I think there should be a balance, you know what I'm saying? Um, it, I just, it, we just got to get back to balance in what we're doing. I think we're moving too far to the left with the music. We're moving too far sometimes to the left with the stuff on TV, how you see us. I just think, I don't think that stuff needs to disappear. I just think it needs to be a healthy balance of, of both things. Suave, you just reminded me of something. Thank you so much. Suave just played a new single that I have coming out for my artist. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Uh, Miles Brando, of course, she ready. It should be out. This coming Friday the twenty third, so please go check the song out. We're gonna leave um Miles Brando. Yeah, we're gonna leave a description of it. Uh uh maybe leave it on the screen, probably let it be the outro of this episode so y'all can go check it and where to find it at. Um we just shot the video this weekend. Uh-huh. Um we all was there helping out and yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was a good video, man. We had a good day that day. So shout out to Miles Brando. Miles, Let's- what up? The song's gonna be the song of the summer I'm predicting probably for the rest of the year. It's a real good record. Um produced by myself and Bruce Wayne. Um the name Not of the Batman. Co- <laughs> the name of the company is called Brooklyn Rain. 
And like I said, the artist is my Brando, and the song is called She Ready. So, yes, thank you. Uh, thank you, Suave, for putting that up, letting me hear that. I think it was an accident, but I heard it anyway. <laughs> it was an accident, but I heard it anyway. Um, let's go into, oh, I saw this yesterday. This was crazy. I don't, I don't know if it was crazy. I think it's kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, was Sukiyami? Mm. Suki with the good coochie. So she was in a couple of different topics for like the last two or three days. So one, she had, uh, what's his name? YK Osiris, something like that. What's, uh -huh. what's the young man name? Why that boy always find himself in some type of craziness, man? I don't know. I, I'm not saying he's a attention dude, but he always finding himself in something. And he got cool music, you know what I mean? I like his music. Um, but it was at some type of talk show, it looked like they was at. And he came out, tried to kiss her on the cheek. Then he tried to give her some tongue, huh? <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. And she was kind of moving her face. Looked like she didn't want to be kissed. I don't know if he was in a relationship with her prior before. Did he? That's his first time meeting her. Um, but whatever it was, she looked like she wasn't into it. So, uh, yeah, you can't. We ain't in the day of time where you can just grab some woman by the face and just kiss her. Um, even I if it's, think, I don't think you should be doing that in any time. But even, but even, I'm not saying any time. I'm just saying even if it's your woman, because I don't know the nature of their relationship. I mean, listen, I wouldn't go as far as saying even if it's yeah, nah, bro. I wouldn't go as far as saying. Bro. Listen to me, listen to me. I wouldn't go as far as saying even if it's your woman. I just, because because of the nature of the relationship between me and my woman. Yes, I could try to kiss my woman even if she doesn't feel like it and she pushes me off. And I be try, careful. Listen and be listen. Careful. Listen to me. Let me finish. And I try to kiss her again. And she's like, babe, no. Right. And I stop. I don't think that I should be looked at as super aggressive or as well, I'm some type of rapist. I hear you. Simply because I agree with you, but we don't live in that time anymore. I understand. Did you see, can I ask you a question? Just real quick. You see the new law that just came out? Which law? They talking about if, a, if, you, if somebody kiss you in your sleep. Like women sleeping oh, in your then, bed, then you're not. Then that, that's not consent. It's I mean, not consent. I'm the same. Where we going? I'm not talking about. Styles, I agree with you. you. Oh, I was about to say you, the king, are telling me we are and we are we are trickling into dangerous, dangerous territory. times. I'm just telling you. you I'm talking about the world bro. because because this is my thing, right? If my woman is in the kitchen and I walk by her and I slap her on her ass, right? I didn't receive consent to do that, but by the nature of our relationship, it is assumed consent. You want to, there is such a thing as assumed I, consent. I've never heard of that, but, but okay, there, but I'm not. Yo, there is such a thing I'm, as assumed consent. Yo, Swab, of, I'm so good at And I'm not saying. And I'm, I'm just talking about oh, what the world we live in. And I'm not saying that this is the case in, in the YK Osiris Sukiana. I'm just talking about as far as two people in a relationship. There is a thing as assumed consent where it's under normal circumstances. I have consent to do this. So I am always moving on the momentum. Like, so question. You're in a relationship. Do you ask your woman for consent to have to 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 to, to initiate sex every time? No, you don't because it is assumed. No, I hear because that is the nature I, I, of the listen, relationship. Bro, I agree with you. You 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 you, you fighting the you don't got to fight with me. I'm just saying you. I I, I seen OK Osiris. The, what's the whatever I can't pronounce the boy name. Uh, YK Osiris. Why okay, well, you know I'm, I, you know I butcher somebody name quick, but uh. And then I see it just at the same time, I seen the law thing they was talking about. You know, if you kiss the woman in the bed or she kisses you, that's no, it's why not, you're sleeping. You know it's not she kisses you. Because it's never. No, nah, but if, if, it's, if, it's not. Listen, so it's that never. means you can have your girl in the bed it's and never. you kiss her. And now she go. Listen. Because who would be in your bed if you 
never it's kissed just, her. It's not. It's never in reverse because it's just like they have a law that a woman cannot consent if she's under the influence of alcohol. But guess what? That doesn't apply to men. I don't know. If it, I don't know if that's. True. It doesn't apply to men. I don't know if that's true. But it might. You might be right. I don't know if it's true. But I'm just saying to you. Quick question. Who would be in your bed that you want that you not kiss? Did you not kiss her? Like, why would she be in your bed? That's not true. If she's so, That's you just true. you a put woman, them, you put I, them I, in your bed. I always say a woman could come to your house two o'clock in the morning. She could be laying in your goddamn bed. <laughs> and what is that, bro? You, I guess you. Hold on, you've had. I'm sure that in your lifetime, you've had women who you may have gone out on a date with. They came back home with you. You and know what I'm thinking about? In your bed and you, you may have pushed up about? and they said, "No, I don't want to." You, do you know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about at this age now, darling. I don't really have women that come over that I'm not intimate with now. So you're, when I was younger. So, but but understand. Yes, you're right. But it's still a possibility. Yeah, you're right. But I, I this this age now, I don't that don't really happen to me now. It's not this age, age now. I'm the same. I, I don't think it's this age now. I think that at this point in your life and your stature with all the things that you have done, most women bother. You and you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying, bro. <laughs> you, because because I'm sure that there are regular guys out there who haven't accomplished the things that you have done. Uh-huh. There are plenty of women that come to their house and get in their I bed did. and be like, "Nah, I'm not I, with I, it." I, I guess so. See, right. Because a lot of no, times but, but we, we, talking, don't, we don't factor that in because it's just a normal no, part yeah. of our lives. And I'm not like, talking about. And I'm not saying. Trust me, I'm not saying that. Um. That. Uh, that it, it it won't happen in normal some circumstances. I'm just saying it's just I just you know when I was younger <laughs> that it probably happened. You know, but yo, can I ask you a question because it's a slippery slope, and you know you're gonna king gonna probably tell me some. A couple of years, ago, it, it, I guess we're gonna go down the rabbit hole a little bit. All right, so I see a lot of people say that you can't have a relationship on the job, right? Uh-huh. They tell people you can't, but. So many wives and husbands got together Sorry, yeah. when we was coming up because they met their wife on the job or, you know, they, or they met their husband on the job, right? Like you can't, they stop that. Um, I people don't like, still happens anyway. um, people don't like, uh, I don't know if I agree with this one or not, the cat calling, right? Uh-huh. People don't want people to cat call. And, but for years, that's how men... The majority of relationships. And I'm not talking about the hey yo, yo, sure. I'm not talking about approaching a woman. Yeah, approaching a woman. Go to you, holler at you. And and that's becoming appropriate. You can't see a woman in the gym. You can't holler at her. And the gym thing is crazy. You know how I feel about the gym. Because some of these ladies come in with full makeup. They got the 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 butt out and the everything happening. Who's not gonna say hi to you? I'd rather somebody, if I was a woman, you know, I'd rather somebody come up to me and say hi to me than stare at me the whole the whole workout. I think that's creepy. But you know. People can't approach you that way. Now they're telling you if you have somebody in your bed and you and you go over to kiss them, like somebody got to initiate something, right? Even if even if it doesn't go all the way, how do you initiate now? Do you got do you have to go to a woman or a woman have to go to a man and say, "Can I kiss you?" Is it that thing once, you look at a person in their eyes anymore? You can look at once, somebody and they you know. Once again, I think that. And I always say this, we are becoming the most disobedient species when it comes to nature. I think the trajectory that we're going on, what's going to end up happening is we're going to get to a point 
where men aren't going to initiate interest anymore and women are going to have to initiate interest for men because men are going to have so many borders, bro, to the point where we're going to feel like, yo, I can't even risk it. You know what I mean? Mm. I can't approach a woman like because that's looked at as misogynistic. That's looked at as overly aggressive. So what I'm going to do is sit and wait for a woman to approach me and show her interest before I say anything. So you say like, women I think becoming that's, a man? That's, <laughs> that's the road that we're headed down because what they're doing is they're giving us so many blocks, right? Like you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, you know, and what's going to end up happening sooner or later is men are just going to end up playing it safe, mm. right? Especially men who have something to lose. Definitely. Well, I just want to make it clear. Uh, what's the name? What's that boy's name oh, again? His name is O.K. Osiris. O.K. Why? Oh, now, isn't it why his name? His name is Y.O.K. Osiris. What kind of, I don't know where he got that name from. <laughs> That's why I, I wrote it down. It's Y.O.K. Osiris, it seems like. But anyway, if I butchered your name. Why don't you just call him Yak Osiris? Whatever. It could be that too. You can't just go grab a woman's face and just go kiss her. How about how about the other gentleman? I thought he was trying to kiss her on the cheek and then you showed me the whole video. Yeah. I saw like a clip. He tried to kiss her. I was like, what's the big deal? Like, I thought he was like greeting her. Like, but okay. then he tried to like tongue her down. I was so... I, but how about you can't play that game, bro? That that shows her the unsolicited dick pic. Oh man, the DJ. You know it, how do you feel about that? I saw that right. I thought that was inappropriate. I don't. I think it's in. A lot of women tell me that men on the first conversation they had, uh -huh. they send that's them. That's how they introduce themselves. They send them dick pics, right? Like that's how they. I think that's themselves. crazy. I don't know why, but I do say this too on the other side. Do you send those type of pictures, sir? No, unless I'm asked. No, I'm not somebody, talking about unsolicited. I'm talking about solicited. If somebody asked me, I would. But I'm not into that. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the problem. But you know, but what I will say is, on the on the flip side, because so many women tell me that somebody is giving them to do some coochie or something. Yeah, I agree. Because no one's gonna keep doing what keep on do, that doesn't work. I don't understand that. Part. It may be it may be it works one out of every ten times, one out of every but 20 it times, is some creepy. But at some point it works. To me, it's crucial. It's definitely because I was with my homegirls the other day, like four or five of them, and they was like. All, they was all sharing, like, look, look. I'm like, but y'all, are we just showing each other? The, I'm like, yo, how? how but you, but, but you, y'all collect them? But you know what, though? <laughs> but you know what, though? And listen, and listen, I, I'm not an advocate of the unsolicited dick pic thing at all. No, me neither. But, I, I don't even know how you start off with that. What I will say is this um, in a culture where women are becoming more sexually free, in a culture, where women have no problem having conversations about them giving fellatio or their, you know, how, how sexually free and what they'll do eating ass, blah, blah, blah. Oh, can I tell you this? Sure. Why did the okay Cyrus want to kiss her in the mouth? Did she say she eat booty off? Said, like, why would you just want to go kiss her in her mouth? <laughs> that was kind of crazy too, but go ahead, finish up. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> That's crazy. I would. <laughs> you know, women have to understand that with, yeah, I'm a hoe and what? comes how you're perceived and how you're perceived has to do with how you're treated not saying that the unsolicited dick pics only are sent because I'm, I'm sure they're sent to a lot of women who don't carry themselves in that way so i don't agree with that but what i'd like to speak to is the fact that women want to carry themselves a certain way and doesn't don't understand that it will change the way that they're perceived and once how you're perceived changes how you're treated is changed you know, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just stating a fact. That's all with no opinion whatsoever.
Well, <clears throat> the perception, perception, and I'm gonna use that word perception because I heard an interesting conversation on the Breakfast Club with Jan- Janelle Monet. Uh-huh. Now, I, I've been a fan of Jan- Janelle Monet for a while, especially when my daughter was younger and she was coming up. And, you know, I just felt like Janelle had good music and how she carried herself was like a that's uh-huh. a, a lady for me. It was a breath, and it was a breath of fresh air. Fresh, fresh air from everything else that was going on. And I'm not saying if you want to, you know, now she's out. Every video I've seen, her t- she got great breasts, by the way. <laughs> I see her with, with the breasts out. And, you know, I heard her speeches throughout the years talking about why she wore black and white. Um, I guess it was to represent her family. She said she was a maid, and that's why she always wore black and white, because I didn't know why. At one point, it was annoying me. Like, why does girl wear black and white all the time? Like, uh-huh. ain't no other color in the spectrum. So um, seeing her talk about that, I seen the interview where she was saying that she don't have to show her chest, uh, show her body off. Does Jay-Z got to take his shirt off to get more more views or more sales. He don't have to do that. Or Puffy or whoever she had named. <clears throat> she named a bevy of different artists. And she said, why do women have to do that? And she spoke these things for a few years. With I, conviction. Maybe, yeah, with conviction for a few years, right? And to me, the Janelle Monet thing to me, now she's, it's totally opposite. Um, I heard on the Breakfast Club, she was like, yo, even um, it should, people shouldn't be treated different no matter how they dress or how they how they present themselves, she brought up a thing. She, I, I, I want to quote her. She said, "Yeah, she said it should be no different. No, they shouldn't treat a person different if they sag a man different if he's sagging his pants or he got a suit on." And for me, I'm here to tell you, Janelle Monae, that's totally you're, you're bugging, bugging the fuck out with that, right? And the message is wrong. Um, I don't Very. know where you're trying to go with it, and it's cool. You might be trying to go, but certain things you can't say, right? Like. As a black man with, with, with a child and a godson and, you know, there's children in my family. If I see, I'm not telling you that we should get harassed. That's not what I'm telling you, right? But if I see my, my son go outside or my godson go outside right now and then his pants are sagging, they say he got a hoodie on. And a lot of kids where I'm from in Brooklyn, they like to wear the mask. Uh, they call it the precisely mask. And he walks out my door. I'm telling him to either take all that shit off and go sit the fuck down before he walk out this house because he's going to get himself shot or killed by police or somebody that that's running up on him. I seen a dude in the store, kid had a mask on, was just shopping, and he came behind an older gentleman. The older gentleman backed out a gun on him because he thought he was going to get robbed because of how the kid was dressed. So people perceive you sometimes. Oh, people treat you how they perceive you. How they perceive you. And if you go outside looking like a hoodlum, <clears throat> Not saying, because, listen, I've been stopped by police, and I ain't do shit. I, I had my chest plate cracked by police, and I was in the train station just going home from school. But I'm saying to you, sometimes people look at different people and perceive you a certain way. That is our reality of black people. And that's just a reality of how it is. And if a woman, I, I have hookers around my way, right, where I live at in Brooklyn, you know, by mm-hmm. y'all know Sunny Day. In Pennsylvania. Cozine, by the old Sunny Day, all that. And... If it's a regular lady walking on the street and she got a nurse uniform on or she just going to school, she got, you know, she look like she's going to work. They don't get talked to like the, the people going to drive right by, right by them. But there's hookers behind. They got their breast out. 
They got the short shorts on, or so they if got. You're, if you're dressed in provocative clothing, walking down Cozine, and a guy pulls up and goes, "Yo, bitch, how much?" How are you offended? Right? You can be offended. Don't get me wrong, but you need to take responsibility for the fact that you are putting yourself in a position to be perceived that way. It's not about them being right saying that to you. It's about you taking the responsibility for how you're allowing yourself to be perceived. Because the truth is none of us can read minds, right? And we treat people according to how they are or who they are, right? So understand that when I walk into a room and I have not yet spoken to you, the only thing that I can form my perception of who you are is by your appearance, how you, carry how you present yourself, how you carry yourself. So if you present yourself that way, then I'm going to assume that you're that way and in turn treat you that way. And yeah. I'm not saying it's right. right. Yeah, I'm just saying not. that that is the reality. And, and, and even, even take it a little bit further outside of that, even if so. I have a company, I have a business. And I, wait, not, not that, I just want to say one last thing, because in all honesty, since I've seen that Janelle Monet video, do you know that every time I hear the name Janelle Monet, all I can think about is her breast? <laughs> she got pretty titties. But, no, she does. But, <laughs> she what, does. but what I'm saying, like in all honesty, when you hear Janelle Monet now, what do you think of? You think I about her music dancing. or you think about... I, well, I like the song too. The song the is called... But, what but I see her dancing this, on that uh, and, and she... This is what I'm yeah, saying. I do. <laughs> I do, um, but I got a company, and I do take chance on, especially young men that come through. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you, but I hear them out. But so many people are not gonna hear a young man now, right? Like, so if he walks into uh, a, a city bank, or he walks into a hospital, or any place of business, and go, y'all want a job? And his pants are sagging. He got his hoodie on. He got his hat on backwards. Y'all want a job? That employer is gonna look at him like he's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So when you go, it's no different, or it shouldn't be any difference from a guy sagging his pants and a man wearing a suit. It's going to be a big difference. You have to present yourself just in certain ways when you go in certain places. If a woman come out now, you know, and she got her breast out just on, and, and, and you know, she going for a job interview. It's inappropriate. And certain things are inappropriate for certain places. You know what I'm saying to you? So I don't know what the big change is. I don't. I don't know if it was, and I'm not, I'm just speculating. I don't know if it's on, I would love to talk to, you know what I mean? I don't know if it's like the record sales wasn't going or she was out of popularity. Cause I don't never see people make such a, make such, make a, such drastic a big shift. drastic shift. Like it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like drastic. It, 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 it's not, a, it, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a transformation. It was literally just boom. And it was like extreme yeah. and you, you see dudes go to jail like that, right? Oh, you see, you yeah. see somebody, they they go to jail and and, 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 and you know, they come out, they thugs and they come out and they're Muslim. Or someone who's having a midlife crisis. And, and I don't know what happened. And I heard her talk about, like, she started bringing up, well, the church made me feel like this, or my mom and dad, they told us we had to look a certain way, dress a certain way. Um, then it could be repressed trauma. That too, but at the same time, she spoke about her mom and dad so highly in the past, but she didn't have to, right? Because you could have said anything you want. You had the freedom to talk how you wanted to all those years. And not only that, where are we getting to the point at? So, because everybody's using everything for excuse to me, right? So now do I don't talk, I don't tell my daughter, yo, I don't want to see you in that type of clothing. Yo, take that off your Instagram. You should be dressed like that. Or tell my son, what? not my son, I got a godson. Or tell my godson, yo, don't, 
yo, don't be wearing your pants like that. Yo, take that off your head. Take that off your head like that when you go in this place. Take the hat off. Do we? So I'm still saying that. I, do we get to that point where now we can't even talk know. to kids? Not for me. I mean, a lot, a lot of parents are getting to that point where they feel that their children are so emotionally and mentally fragile that they cannot um, discipline them or they cannot uh, 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 come at them in certain ways. But me, listen, bro, I believe in balance. I believe in giving my children a lot of love, but I strongly believe in discipline and structure. It is what it is. Like, disrespect will not be tolerated, and that's disrespect to others or even to yourself. I'm not with it. You emotionally un you emotionally fragile, guess what? You're gonna have to deal with it. It is what it is. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not allowing myself to fall into this mindset of of fragility because I feel like what we're doing is we are creating very weak children, bruh. You know, like they say, they say that um weak time no hard times create strong men. Strong men create weak create strong children. And they, they say that um, easy times create weak men, you know? And that's the reality. Well, you know, I just don't want to get to the slippery slope now. I'm even, and I don't want to address this too crazy. I want to stay on it. I even seen something, they had a law, I think they passed it in California. If your child tells you at the age of seven that they are, um, they, they identify with a girl or identify with a guy, uh, a man, um, if you don't take them seriously, that the they, the state can now come in and take your kid out your house, right? Crazy. I don't so, I, and I'm not getting on that topic, but I'm what I am saying is now we're coming to a point where this is going to be anarchy. When when your kid want to go pick up a cigarette at nine and he want to smoke, she or she wants to smoke a cigarette, and you like, yo, that's no good for you. Now the children are making these decisions for themselves. Like it used to be that the children were the employees. Now the children are becoming the bosses of the parents. And it, it, it's like, so we just gonna have a free-for-all kind of world. I don't know what world we trying to go into where just everybody just do what the fuck they want. There's no rules and everybody free to do everything they want. And we gonna, we going to a place- And there's nothing wrong with everyone free to do what they want. But when it comes to children, that should not be the case because the number one thing other than love that children need is guidance. Instruction. And, and guidance, guidance. Because, because children do not have the mental fortitude in order to guide themselves through life at seven or eight years old. Parents serve as the guardrails to keep them on track so that anytime they're going off the road, you put them back onto that track. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know where we're going with it. I, I don't, it's, it's a sad time, a sad place. I don't know where we're going, but we got we to gotta start using this, people, and, and start figuring out what we want our world to be and what we want our and kids' kids how we want them to live. And, you know for the, and for the parents who are all for these laws, <laughs> who, who have children, I want you to really think back to your children throughout the time they were growing up and ask yourself that if they were the controllers of their destiny and you weren't able to guide them in any way and had to pretty much uh, honor every decision that they make, where would they be today? You have to ask yourselves that and ask yourself if this is all for that child's benefit or, I mean, look, I don't know. I don't know what the agenda is or the plan is, or if this is all part of some big agenda to lead society into some direction. Do I know what direction that is? I do not, but it's just like, I don't see any of this benefiting us in any way. Yeah, we got to do some people.
Well, <clears throat> we're gonna brighten up just a little bit. Talk about something that I that I like to talk about. We're gonna talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. You know what I'm saying? Styles his favorite topic in the world. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Well, a new study shows that um, sex is better than sleeping pills. Hence, why I almost tried to jerk off in this Hampton house last night so I could go to bed because I couldn't go to sleep last night. But <laughs> do me a favor, don't beat your meat within any vicinity when I am in the confines of the same goddamn holes, bro. Yeah, um, but nah, seriously though, I, I've been telling people that for years, man. You give me some, go right to sleep, man. Unless you ask me for round two, and I can do round two, but then I'm definitely going to sleep for a couple of hours. <laughs> like, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? But listen, Question, is it is it is it sex or is it good sex? Because you know sometimes you have sex and it's 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 subpar and it leaves you more frustrated than anything. I think you're only frustrated if you don't nut. Man. If you nut, I think I'm going to sleep, bro. I, I, I mean, so, so, but when you're saying the study is the study for men or women, because there are a lot of women who end up. Having it, it was just a, it was just a broad study. They said okay. uh, sex. There, there are a lot of women, women who have sex who end up frustrated. Yeah, sexually okay. frustrated more than anything. But they do say they do say that um, sex is better than sleeping pills. If you have anxiety, you can't sleep. If you have some good sex, I guess, like you said, I guess there are certain chemicals that's released into the bloodstream. Uh, and you, you know, you, I think oxytocin, dopamine. Um, which go, which do relax you. Yeah, you go right to bed. So if you're not if you can't sleep at night, you don't need the CBD. You don't need the sleeping pills. You don't need the ambient. Just get you some good sex. Uh, That's what they telling me. So guess what? I'm gonna find good sex. So Pamela is. <laughs> you know, yo, listen. I, I keep by my bed. I keep some um some um coconut oil right there because it's better with coconut oil. They said, and guess what? A tight grip and a good imagination. You can have anybody you want. You know how many people I've been with. Sometimes, brother, you are too transparent. I, I don't care. And if you spit in your hand, you got hay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> small, small over here. <laughs> Yo, listen, man. Listen, I put myself to sleep. Rock a rock bye, baby. This is what my... <laughs> it's good night. What's wrong, man? Nothing. Nothing. You're making me uncomfortable. Yeah, he act like he don't beat his meat. He good. We, we all good, bro. I never said that. Never said that. You know, I had a question for you. Um, how how do you heal over past relationships? It's kind of hard to ask you because you act like nothing happened. You like the no, man is still. I think I think the greatest healer of past relationships is time. Time. Yeah, I think I think I think I think everybody need something different right some people need a distraction right some mm -hmm. people may need to go out three times a week to be distracted from the pain some people think that the best remedy for an old boyfriend is to get up under a new one right mm -hmm. some people need that emotional contact but i think that on a broad spectrum when you're talking about everybody the best contributor to healing is time what about the space like do you need to like some people, space. some people need space. Some people need that closure. Some people need to not be looking at their profiles. Mm -hmm. some, some people can heal even with that person. That says some people can't. But what I'm saying is, on a broad spectrum, when we're talking about everyone, mm -hmm. I think the greatest factor to healing is just time. It's just, you know, give anyone enough time and sooner or later they'll get over that person. Yeah, I think, you know, healing is a process, bro. I'm going to tell you that right now. Healing is a process. Um, my last relationship I had to heal from um, I had to just. She hurt you. Yeah, I, I was hurt. I don't know if she hurt me, <laughs> but the relationship did. Relationship bothered me a lot. Um, and I had to kind of disconnect myself. 
especially when you're fighting for somebody that you love and you're trying to make it work and put the pieces together and you you see something that they probably don't see and you're trying to, you know, uh, I had to kind of distance myself for a minute, man. I had to shut down, especially when I kept being given the uh, the cold shoulder. Cold shoulder. Yeah. And like, yeah. Don't act, nothing hurt more than that, bro. Yeah, that cold shoulder is a motherfucker, B. When a person don't act like you exist, especially a person. A person that you love. A person that you love, but a person that also was head over heels for you. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even, I couldn't even, me, I'm just talking for my, per, my, uh, my experience. I couldn't even imagine like how you don't look at me like that. Cause even when I would, I, I would say when I was in a place with her, when I was funky, I never looked at her like less than, mm-hmm. never. And I think as a man, when a woman look at you as less than, <laughs> that shit kind of, you know, it bites. It, I, it bites. You know what I'm saying? I think, so I, I think that's the beautiful and dysfunctional. It's so funny because the same thing that makes me so dysfunctional is the same thing. I think there's a beauty too. Like with me, nothing turns me off faster than when someone is not attracted to me. So I could, I could be in love with you, man, and it's like the second that you're not into me, it just triggers this automatic reaction in me that's just like, yo, man, like. See, my problem, I was just, I kept feeling like what I used to feel, what I used to see. I couldn't get out of that mode for a while. You know, I call yeah, yeah, you yeah, complaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get out the mode of somebody looking at me, not looking at me the same. Like hey, when I walk through the door, how a person would glow or when I call the phone, how they don't want to get off the phone. It's like one big run on sentence. Mm-hmm. And then it goes from the run on sentence. Like, yeah, I'll call you back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it, and it's so crazy because one of my first real relationships that I've ever been in, that's what it taught me mm-hmm. um, is that a lot of times we're with people for so long that we don't realize that the person we're in love with is who they used to be and not who they yeah, become. And we're holding on to you know, people grow, people transform throughout relationships. Mm-hmm. You, you with this person five, six, seven years, seven years later, they're not even the same person you met before. And sometimes people grow um, closer and sometimes people grow apart. And a lot of times, seven, eight years later, you're holding on to who that person was well, and not even realizing that, damn, this is why it hurts. But because, you know, mm-hmm. well, I was a big one on sentence for me too, because for me, I was trying to fix something that I couldn't fix that was innately in that person. Uh-huh. That person was searching for themselves and trying to figure out, who, like you said, the new person that they was. And I couldn't figure out, cause I'm keeping like, yo, I'm doing this right, I'm doing that right, uh, you know? And in my mind, you always ask me, you know, oh, I'm gonna see you settle down or get married. And the reason, one of the reasons why I tell people why I'm not married, because it, I, I, I didn't, as odd as it may seem, I take marriage seriously, right? I've always told myself this. If I get married, I'm not getting divorced, Uh right? And that's just in my head. So for me, when I'm into a woman or I'm dealing with a woman, the reason why I don't go to the marriage stage, if if I can't see myself being with you for a lifetime, then I'm just kind of just dating and kind of just having, just doing whatever. But the, the moment it clicks in my head that I could be with a person forever, for me, I know marriages come with ups and downs. I've seen my mother marry for 35 plus years, my dad, my uncles, and I know it go up and down. So for me, with that last, the last relationship I was in, I saw that person as somebody that I could marry. So 
when we had bad times or even if I didn't look at her the same in my mind I felt like I could be with her forever yeah, we work through this so we gotta work through it and I, I can't get up and leave I I'm not gonna get up and just walk out because if I'm saying this is the person that I'm gonna be my forever person I can't get up and just walk out so you know you know me I could run around and go do what I want to but when that person in, when I thought that person was on the same wavelength as me, because that person was always like, yo, let's get, let's do this together. Yeah, I can see myself. And it didn't, res that respond and come. And I knew all those times, not all those times, but a few occasions where I didn't want to be there. And I only stood there because this is my favorite person. We, I got to learn to work through this because I got to, this is how I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. And that didn't work out for me. It took me a long time to process that and go, yo. And I had to go cold turkey and just stop reaching out, stop talking. Um, um, I was on the Instagram from time to time because I, I don't believe in me. I don't really unfollow people. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't do that either. I don't, I don't even know how to unfollow a motherfucker. So you press unfollow. <laughs> you stupid. I don't know where it's at. So I don't really unfollow people. It, so I, it's the same place you press follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I didn't really unfollow. I, I, I tell you, Instagram did play. It didn't make me feel no way. And I think the fastest way for me to get over a woman, if I see it with somebody else, then I don't want you. Well, but I never saw her with nobody else. She was just looking good. And I was like, fuck. What, what but, you, you know, but I had to stop talking you, totally. You you spoke to something um, that I think is one of the biggest misconceptions as mm -hmm. far as relationships, marriage, and all of that, which is the fact that a lot of people think that forever is something that happens by chance, right? You're lucky enough to find the perfect person. Um, First of all, there's no such thing as the perfect person. Everybody's mm -hmm. flawed. Um, you're going to find people who have some of the <laughs> characteristics that you're looking for, but they also have things about them that may annoy you to a degree. What people don't realize forever is a decision. You understand? Like you said, you make the decision that this is who I'm going to be with, and no matter what we embark, um, we're going to work through it, right? Forever is a decision. Now, the scariest thing about relationships is the fact that... Um, and I'm not just going to put this on women, but I think that being that women are more emotionally driven and men are more driven by logic, I think it happens more with women. The scariest thing with relationships is you can pour yourself into this person for years and years, and in your mind, it could be forever. And one day, that person could just wake up. He'd be like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> like, That's my life. Like, that was, oh, that was my life. Yeah, that person could just literally that was just, my life. just wake up and say, you know what, I'm done. You know. So what I realize with relationships is I stay fully conscious of the fact that it is a gamble. It is a gamble, bro. It is truly a gamble. And you have to ask yourself if the reward of forever is worth taking that risk. Because there's always a chance that 10 years down the line, that person may wake up one day and just be like, nah, I'm not with it anymore. You know, but, but to me, it's like when you find the person who has that potential, you find that person that, that you care for, yo, fuck it. You jump out the window, man, and you take the risk. Well, sometimes I would say, I don't know if I would say I'm glad, but maybe it's a good thing that I didn't get married, right? Like I didn't go for, because that person could have woke up. I See, that, and that's why I told you I can't get, if I get married, I'm not going to wake up. Unless you, it got to be some extreme that happens for me to go, yo, I'm done with this shit. And it got to be something extreme and something consistent. It takes a love and discipline. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I know how I love, right? And when I just love hard when I'm in love. And I look at everything different, you know what I'm saying? And, but I did learn a lot. So I do thank the individual because sometimes I feel like as a man, I got to 
you got to pick up on things earlier. Maybe I picked up on things too slow. Um, or maybe I didn't react maybe the way I needed to react. And I'm not even sure if that would have fixed that or fixed okay. another situation. Yeah. But but you still walk away with something positive if, it, if, yeah. if the experience caused you to grow. And so, nah, yeah. de- nah, it definitely did. It definitely caused me to grow. It definitely caused me to go even harder with myself. Like, I don't know if I got more of a protective shell on me or I just went harder and like, nah, fuck that, man. I, I'm never going to fall. You know what I'm saying? And I, I want to say I kept my integrity. You know, everything I said I would do, I wouldn't do to that person. I didn't do nothing fucked up. Like, I didn't do nothing shysty. I didn't do nothing fucked up. I kept my integrity and my principles more than anything. This is why I don't understand this culture of, um, well, I'm going to get my look back. No, right? I, I don't understand this culture of that. And, and I, I hear women say this all the time where it's like, okay, the man cheats or the man does this or or maybe the woman cheats on the man and then it's like, all right, well, I'm going to act like I'm cool with it. I'm going to stay, but I'm just going to do the same thing back to them. Like, how in the hell is that going to help your situation? If that's the case, then just walk the fuck away and leave. Yeah, now, I, I, I try to keep my integrity. Try to keep my, I try to keep my um, my word, what I said I was going to do, what I wasn't going to do. And, you know, even that kind of bit me in the ass, too, because I think the person felt like sometimes, oh, you're only doing this for this. That, and, and that's the problem because but, because then because then when you're trying to correct the situation, you know, a lot of times people say, if it took for me to tell you to do it, for you to do it, then it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't count. And and that's the problem. A lot of times you're in a situation in a relationship where you finally realize what's bothering that person or what the issue is, and then you try to correct it. Mm-hmm. And then they feel like, oh, no, it doesn't count because the only reason you're doing it is because you don't want to lose which, me, which, which, which doesn't make it, sense because I shit. shouldn't want to lose you. Yeah, and, and, and if you're correcting it, it should show that the person, sh- it should be opposite. Somebody should say, because you care. It should be, yeah, it's, it's because, because I you value care, you. You value you. think you're worth it. And you're worth it. So that's why I'm here and that's why I'm doing it. And unfortunately for that person, they couldn't get it. They couldn't see that. Um, and so for me, what helped me also get over it. You want to cry? Cry now, no, no, no. I cried. Before. I cried before, oh. and I think that's soft too. Sometimes you, I think women use Which, that against you. And I just you. want to say, bro, there's nothing wrong with that. No, nah, I think no, I, I, it's, it's nothing not, wrong with it. But I think women will use that against you sometimes. They will, but, yeah. but they, <laughs> says, listen, when I was in my early twenties, I cried. Mm. You know what I mean? I got, and I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. It is what it is. It's what I needed to do. Um, and when I cried, I was sitting in my car, unfortunately, with a gun in my hand. <laughs> yes. No, I'm dead serious. And I want to shout out my man Tiny. Yo, T, thank you. Because it took you off the ledge. Because for talking me off the ledge, because mm. I probably would have still been in jail to this day. Thank you very much. I appreciate you very much. And that's what friends are for. You know, so um And yeah. I never got to that point for me. I, I I thought of some devious shit, but I, I wasn't I, I, Yeah, yeah, no. I, see, and I, listen, I, like I, I said, do. I was in my early twenties. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, at, at this point. I could have went through the exact same situation and bruh, please, like, it is not that serious, you know, and I have no love tattooed on my neck, you understand, from that situation, and, and the crazy thing is, um, mm. the reason I tattooed that, it, it was literally so that every morning when I wake up and I look in the mirror, it reminds me to have no love for all those that have no love for me, and once again, it's because you get to a point where you realize that you're in love with who that person used to be and not who they've become. But what I vow to, and I'm glad you said that, um, I won't tattoo no love because I never want to, I'm not saying that you did this for that, 
I never want to bring that experience into a new experience. And I want to be able to love from a, from a, a new starting space and not bringing my past into it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because for a while, I couldn't accept a lot of women around me, B. For a while, I wouldn't let women in. Like, I would date, I would have sex, I would go out, but I wouldn't let them in because... Of, of what you went through. Because I went fear, Because it created the fear of the same thing happening again. But, see, but the thing with me, like, all of my tattoos are to document certain things that I've gone through in life. Mm -hmm. And once again, like, my no love tattoo, no love, once again, is just a reminder. Have no love for those that have no love for you. It has nothing to do with me not loving. Like, I have... Bro, I have another tattoo on my chest that says, trust no man, love no woman. Mm. Now, I have three daughters. You love me, man? No, it says, trust no man. You don't trust me? Love no woman. But wait, let me, let me, let me explain this to you. What are you talking about, Hold on. And at first glance, you may think that it means, oh, I don't love women. Or, no, that's not mm -hmm. what it means. In my lifetime, I'd have, I've had love for men, right? Mm -hmm. But they weren't able to hurt me until I trusted them. And in my lifetime, I've trusted women, but they weren't able to hurt me until I loved them. So hence, trust no man, love no woman. It's just a, it's always a reminder for me mm. of the things that I've gone through just so I don't repeat the same mistakes. But in the same breath, like you said, every new person that enters my life is a clean slate. Wait. I may be aware of what's possible. Well, yeah, definitely. You understand? But I don't put that burden on anyone else. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just aware of the possibilities now. And um, like I said, man, listen, it made me a better person out of this. And, you know, God, God got something great for me on the other side. Just to piggyback over this thing. So I see a lot of women, I see a lot of women do this. They always on Instagram and they always, they do, they do have the new dude that they bring in. And for, for three months or two weeks or maybe six months, then they got another nigga. Like, we got to stop doing that, man. Every six months, wait till you find your person, man. Because you shouldn't have a nigga on your page every six months or every three weeks. I'm not do, big. I'm, yeah, not, I, 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 I'm I, not big on being public on social media. Um... And it's not for the sake of hiding anyone or being ashamed or embarrassed. It's just because I understand that relationships are like um, are like homes, right? It's like a house you're building. You build a foundation, <laughs> you build a home, but the weather, the elements are constantly trying to destroy this home Come at in. the same time, you know? And I feel like people can only hurt what they know about. So when you expose your union out there, and it, it doesn't have anything to do with people just going in a DM or this and that, what it also has to do with even bad energy, bad thoughts, man, people wishing negativity, that bad juju, like I don't need it. You know, I'm a strong believer in you protect what you value. Mm -hmm. And I think not always exposing that thing to the world is part of protecting it. Definitely. Let me speed through these things because we got to go somewhere. Um, real quick, I want to go, let's finish some of my celebrity things. So I seen Zion Williams, Williamson, mm, mm, um, mm. <laughs> I know what's wrong with these NBA players, man. Hey, uh, what's her name? Marsha Mills? The, uh, what's that? The pawn star? The pawn star. He yeah. got a big... Yo, you can't have all this money and just give it away. I don't know. John Morant. You, you know they used to play in the same college, right? Young, but see... <laughs> but, but, but what do you expect, right? And, and, and we have to be realistic. When you give a young man in his early 20s millions of dollars, what do you think he's going to do? He gonna, but he blew it away on the strip. But not, not only is he going to... My problem is... And she keeping my the baby. Problem, my, problem is, <laughs> my, a, my problem isn't the blowing... That's a ticket. ...isn't just the blowing the money on the stripper, but it's making mistakes that become a commitment you have to deal with for a lifetime. You understand? All right, everybody makes mistakes in, in their early 20s, right? But and, and I believe you sent me a video about that, that you shouldn't make mistakes 
that are gonna lock you into that mistake. Mistake forever. Forever. You understand? And that's a forever mistake. And that's a forever mistake. Yeah. You got. And and, and, and look, and, I, it's, and it's not even for me to say it's a forever mistake because we don't know how it's gonna end but, up. But but the pos- the, the probabilities are that it's a forever mistake. This one I want to tell Zion real quick. Get your fat ass off that bench. Start playing basketball before they put you out the league and you can't afford that big one. So get back to playing basketball because he's been sitting out for almost like a year now. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. And don't pay for love, bro. You know, and I always say this. If you need money to get her, then she's not the one. That's the but reality. I think he had a shorty, though. He just got the stripper pregnant from what I heard. But No, oh. but the stripper said, like, you know, they've been dealing with each other. Whatever, You know, he's been cash app on her, blah, 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 and this and that. Like, eh. listen, listen, man. And maybe I'm just a different kind of the man. Cash because her, because I've, I've heard this for a long time that it ain't tricking if you got it. I believe that it only ain't tricking if she's yours, bro. And when I say she's yours, she's yours. Like, she is into you. You understand what I mean? Um, and not into who you are. Yeah, like, I'm just, I have too much self-worth. For me to allow, for me to to entertain someone who's only keeping my company because of something uh, superficial, I, so I just can't do it. I feel like a sucker. Like, hundred uh, percent. Oh, real quick, I seen uh, that DJ Drama got robbed in uh, Toronto. Oh yeah, and the he, dude in the video shouted out Drake. I guess I know he has some issues with Drake, but I heard his chains is on his way back to him. Yo, would you want your chain back, somebody robbing? That's a weird question. I don't know if I'll pay for my shit back. They gave it back. I'll probably take it back, but I ain't paying for it, though. No, I'm not paying for it, but... Hey, I'm not paying for it twice. Uh, if, if, if this was, if this <laughs> was years, 20 years ago, I'd have said I'd rather take it in blood. You know what I mean? But the grown me doesn't do things like this anymore. Like I don't, I don't know if I'd want it back, though, because now it's... You know, it's like... Let me tell you something. My Years ago, my crib got burglarized, mm-hmm. right? Yo, and the crazy shit happens to this nigga. Yeah, yeah, years ago, my crib got burglarized. And anyone who's had their house broken into will tell you your home never feels the same after that. And eventually you will leave your house. Mm. Because when you walk in, it's a constant reminder of what happened. Mm. And I don't know if I'd want it back because it's a reminder of what took place. Well, at least if you get it back, you can pop it, 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 get it and, different. and go get something different. Get something but, different. You know. Um, other news, I seen uh, Boosie just got arrested yeah. being at a court case uh, trial or something. And he like got that. picked up by the feds, by the not feds. the state. That So that's, that's, that's the worrisome thing, right? <laughs> I mean, they, they got something. Yeah, they got something. They ain't picking you up until they, they got you. Yeah. So shout out to Boosie. I, I kind of like Boosie because he's one of the only people that kind of say really what's on this spot and get away with it. I kind of do and I kind and I kind of <laughs> don't um, simply because I think that Boosie also embodies the mindset. I saw that Boosie... Went to the uh, the trial of uh, YFN Melly or whatever his murder trial, and you know you're innocent until proven guilty. I'm just, I don't. It's a, it's such a black and white thing because I'm just so tired of hip hop supporting the bullshit, man, and all the negativity, you know. Um, but yo, I wish you the best, Boosie. Um, I seen an interview again on the Breakfast Club. I seen Redman, um, Method Man talking about why Redman was in on power. Oh, I didn't even see that. Why, yeah, what was that? Um, they said the reason why they uh, changed the character was named Reggie. The, the 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 brother was named Reggie. Reggie, I think. Yeah, so. Reggie Noble. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know the character on the show. <laughs> the name Reggie. Yeah, but I'm wondering if they call if they named him Reggie because of Reggie. Uh, Noble. I, I don't know. You know, that's I didn't even peep that. That's good. But um, yeah, they said he was off. Red, uh, Redman alluded to the fact that he didn't come back because he didn't want to get the jab. Oh, I respect it. 
You know what I'm saying? He didn't want to get the jab, so he didn't go on the show. Oh, wow, that's yeah, that's kind of crazy. Wow. That's kind of crazy. That's that's a good thing. So, shout out to Redman. The Redman not not for nothing. Yeah, yeah, probably did. did. Well, we don't we don't know. Legend, he did. You know, some niggas out here getting the juju going to their mans with them. We ain't gonna talk about that. So I don't know. But Reg, you could have went to the juju and got the juju too. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But um, shout out to Red Man. Red Man was always super cool. We used to kind of share a studio together in um on uh on Ninth Avenue. And I never knew. I know Red was. Red, I was been a fan of Red Man since a little kid. But getting to see him in the studio, I never knew he did so much. Uh -huh. He produced, write. Right, other nigga shit too. <laughs> um, DJ, and he was just always super cool, man, in the studio. So shout out to Red Man. I see him jumping out of planes now. I don't know if I'm gonna jump out of planes. I guess I, I want to jump out. I plan to. So uh, I'm too old for jumping out of planes. No, I plan to do some skydiving. Remember, I tried, remember I tried to do skydiving a couple of years back, but the contract I had with Lionsgate didn't allow me to do shit like that. Uh, yeah, that niggas is crazy. I, I'm, uh, Y'all don't have that thrill anymore at this age, B. I don't care. Y'all used to be a roller coaster dude. I used to do bungee jumping. And my nigga, you can't get me to jump off of this right now, B. You know, and I'm not doing it, bro. I, my bone, I, I hurt my back. Everything, little thing hurt. At the, when you start, like, 45, you start hurting shit, man. See, but, that, but that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm kind of bored with the norm, bro. Like, the clubs, the lounges. Like, those things don't excite me no more. So, the truth is, like, I like... So, come and walk like your man. Like go, like, do something different like that to I stay like the, here. I like the going hiking. I like the going skydiving. I like the going, you know, mountain climbing. I, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I just, I just like... I'd rather just travel, man, and call it a day. But I want to hit this last thing real quick because Suave keep giving me the time over there. I don't, I don't like Suave for that. But... I, <laughs> Suave, you're lying. Don't tell the people that you're lying. Um, this last thing I want to get to, I saw this crazy thing, and I know you're going to love this. So they had the girls, somebody was asking girls, would they deal with a married woman, if he deal with a married man if he never told them no, or would they deal with a current boyfriend if he told them no, forty five percent of the time. They'd rather deal with the married woman, I bet. The bar the married man. So I mean, the married man. Yeah, yeah. only two women on there out of like fifteen. <laughs> they would deal with the married man, and I see so many. Yeah, it is because he won't tell them no. But I think it's 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 a sign to the um, sign of the times. It's a sign of the times, and it's a sign to to the value system that women are having these days. Like you know, and it's a sign of what love. And what relationships are becoming it's 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 purely transactional and everybody's in it and don't get me wrong no one since the beginning of time is in a relationship that they can't pull something from but before that thing that they were pulling was more emotional you mm -hmm. understand what i mean that person was pouring into them inspiring them motivating them it wasn't anything superficial but these days the purpose for being in a relationship is so tan superficially tangible bro it's ridiculous and and this is the same reason why i say that the road the trajectory that we're going down pretty soon when it comes between men and women you know not parent the child love isn't going to exist anymore because it's simply it's going to become just a contract. It's going to be like a business deal. Sure. Would we what? Nah. Okay. What Kim asked is, would we be side niggas? Me personally? Dudes don't. First of all, most dudes don't care. Most dudes would prefer to be the side nigga simply because 
No, 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 time out, time out. But it's different. And I'm going to tell you why. It's different for a man. It's because I don't have to deal with the headaches of a man. I get the sex. The sex, that's all he's probably doing it for. But that's it. But, but. But that, but that's, but see, but that's <laughs> always true. I mean, these dudes these days are different, right? When I was coming up, your side piece was the second fiddle. She never had the place of your main woman. These days, the side piece is who the main woman plays second fiddle to. Like it's nuts. The difference, the difference is I feel. Hold up. I'm, I not, think that, I I'm think, not doing, I'm, I would never be a side piece. I think That's the difference is between the man and the woman. When a woman is a, somebody's side piece, the woman is also looking for security in that, right? It's not just about the physical, the sex, because if it was just about the sex, most women I don't think would just be fucking a nigga just to fuck him, right? She getting something out of that, whether she getting a, some money, she getting security, she getting feel like somebody wants her, you know what I'm saying? Dudes don't, I don't care if I, I'm not saying I would be somebody's side piece, but a dude, I don't see him caring about if Being she wants me, if she wants me, the, she can't secure me. As like, long as he's getting the sex, he's that's just getting he the ass. About. It's two different things. You know what I'm saying? And I'm to me, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't deal with married women. I don't want to be nobody. I don't want to be nobody. Uh, your side piece. I, I'd rather be, I, I'm too dominant. I want to be that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Even if even if we just dating, I still want to be. If you dating me, you got up. You you know you you dating other people. I want to be the primary and dude. You're not respectful style. So, like chicks that you mess with, you don't that you just hit. You don't think it's really a side piece? Nah, I'm always. I gotta be the. Even if. <laughs> well, you may not know. You may not. Yeah, know. I may not know. That's true. I may not know. But what I will say is. If I'm just dating and I'm having sex with multiple women, the women that I'm talking to, I got to be the primary. Like, I got to be the focus. Like, it ain't, she, she ain't telling me about no other nigga. There ain't no other, like, which it's just about me. You know, you know what I always You know what I'm saying? You, I'm not looking for security here, but I, I just, I'm not playing second fiddle to some other nigga. I always say that for every woman that has a hundred guys chasing her, there's one guy. That's not even picking up her calls. There's one guy that she's calling a hundred times. And that's the guy that I always strive to be. I don't strive to be those other dudes. Now, I think that the whole side piece gotta be the, the whole side piece dynamic has changed. And over the last 20 years. And the reason I'm saying this is, see, back when we were coming up, the side piece treated the man better than his wife. And the reason being was because the reason she was his side piece was because she was so enamored by him. She wanted to be number one. In the last 20 years, it's changed to the point where the man now wants the side piece to be his number one. And the side piece is strictly there because she is benefiting. Like, that's Benefit how it, it's his. changed. Yeah, yeah, it's totally it. changed. You know? But yeah, but me personally, I couldn't be a woman's side piece, especially a married woman. And, and another reason being is because I love my freedom and I love my life. Like, and one thing I always say is, do not play with a man's wife. Let me because when a man finds out that you are sleeping with his wife, I think that man is justified to kill you. In, in all honesty, <clears throat> by law, by law he isn't, but you just violated the union of that man's marriage. And you do not know how much that man loves his life 
or wh where his mental state is. So when that man comes to kill you, he's not wrong. So I'm, I'm not going to say that man should, should and, I, and I'm not saying he should. I'm just <laughs> I'm telling about, you, I can't I'm predict about, where certain men are going well, with it. What I, will, what, what I will say is, I tell people all the time, I'd rather have beef with a street nigga than a, a nigga in love. A nigga that's in love and emotional. Because a nigga that's in love and emotional, he will come in the crib, he will kill her, the he kids? will kids, and kill himself yes. and kill your ass. You yes. know what I'm saying? So I will tell people that. And I have a friend, you know, who's doing some time right now. And and I must tell the story when we get out of here. And I won't mention his name and like that, but it's a good a, a friend of mine from childhood, man. And this kid, he was a good kid. Like, his cousins, they're a little rough, but he never got in trouble. Like, he was just always good. He laughed, play around. He wasn't that type of guy. He didn't, he want no beef, no problems. Just a good kid. And he got caught up with a girl, and he was dealing with the girl. And from what I know about the story, the girl baby father came back in her life, right, as he was dating her. He allegedly went back and... I think killed the baby father, her brother, and kidnapped her, her mama, and the kids. I don't know if he killed two or three people. They gave him the death penalty, but now he's serving life in prison. And this is a guy that wouldn't hurt a fly that I know. And that emotion yep. made him go out there to go do something different. Emotion without the benefit of intellect. It happens all the time. Yeah. So I don't know. If, I won't tell you you got the right to go kill somebody because I don't think you got the right to kill nobody for nothing. But unless they like rape the kids and do some crazy shit like that, God forbid. But I'd rather have beef with a, 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 a street dude than have beef with an emotional nigga because you don't know what he's going to do. And I, and I just want to say, and this is why I'm the number one advocate that society needs to stop pushing men to be emotional because emotional men are very dangerous. God created us the way that he did for a reason. God knows. A little emotion is, no, emotion is not me. Listen to what I'm saying. There is nothing with a wrong, with a man having emotions. I'm just telling you, we handle our emotions the way that we do because of a reason. We know that our emotions are capable of taking us to a very dark no, place. No, you, no. you understand? So this whole push, oh no, men need... Listen, I, I get what y'all are trying to do, but I really think that y'all don't understand the psyche of a man. Like, like emotional men are dangerous. All you have to do is watch the ID channel. And you'll see a whole bunch of stories of emotional men. And what they end up doing is killing people. You yeah. know? And with that said... Uh, with that said, Swab, we can leave now, Swab! Thank you for tuning in for another Thank episode of, of Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn Boys Radio, straight from Oak Bluff yeah, I see in you. Martha's Vineyard. I see my black dog shirt. Shout out to Kim. Shout, Shout out, out to Tanya. Kima Biz, at Kima Biz on IG. Yeah, she, she forces out here, but we like it. You know what I mean? For all your bookkeeping needs, Anything you need, holla at Kima Yo, Kim really made me play for a plane, like, the, the, the next day. Like, yo, come out here now. I'm like, buying, a, you buying like, a ticket. You're like, like, you don't even want to pay for the goddamn no, plane. No, I'm saying that, but I'm, I'm talking about my experience. The, 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 I, she you called me the day before. I called you. No, they, they, they can't call. Oh, she called you too? Yeah. <laughs> so, we out here, but we about to go back home shortly. But, you know, we're going to see some stuff and, you know. Yeah, this place is nice. Come out here. All the black people come. Come. Look him, baby. Come on. All Yo, you listen, looking nice. He, oh. him, he, trying, he trying to turn, he trying to turn, he trying to turn Martha's Vineyard to Miami. Miami Carnival. He trying to turn it to Cancun. Nah, 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 nah. On some real shit, y'all stay away. I mean, you know, uh, this is nice. You know, this is different. This ain't Miami, 
uh, none of that. This Cancun, is nice. trying to turn it to Cancun. It's, it's subtle out here. It's nice. The beach is nice. It's nice. There's no crime. You can leave your door. We, we, we got to continue to leave these doors open at night. So, y'all stay where you're at. But, yo, man, this is another episode of Brooklyn Boys Radio. Like, share, and subscribe. Martha's Vineyard, we yeah. out. Yo, can I see Yo, she ready for some loving. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Slap her ass when she walking by me. Turn around, let her recognize me. Ooh, she looks surprised, but she kind of liked it. She ain't get no number, but she slid the IG. Oh, and a nigga so icy. Chanel on her body, I can tell that she pricey. Boom, bye, bye.